Welcome to the Pig Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Pig Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve pig health, welfare, and performance. Hi, I'm Caroline Stocks with Pig Health Today, and with me is Laura Carroll, who's a swine veterinarian at Four Star Veterinary Service. Uh, Laura, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, we're talking about raising pigs without antibiotics. Mm -hmm. That's something that your practice in Pennsylvania has done a lot of work on. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of managing pig health, um, you're perhaps using tools that are not necessarily used in in conventional systems. Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit about the basics of managing pig health in those systems? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think it's it's important that we are always remembering the basics. You know, when we're managing pig health, I think we've we found with antibiotic free production that that the basics are even that much more important. So, um, feed, water, and air. It seems really silly, uh, and, but and simple um, because it is. But you know, we're asking a lot of our caretakers, and sometimes they're so. Uh, involved in other other projects and other tasks that we forget the basics. So things like making sure the ventilation is appropriate, um, making sure that you know we have good access to feed, the water is uh, supply is is adequate. We've got the right uh, number of nipples in a pen, for example. Um, things like that are are very important. Um, vaccinations is another component of that. Of course, um, you know, commercial and autogenous vaccinations, um, we utilize quite a bit um, to make sure we're preventing uh, some disease challenges from occurring. Um, and then lastly, we're, we're using a lot of tools, um, supplements, acidifiers, probiotics, et cetera, um, to manage disease challenges as they arise. So how important is the relationship between the veterinarian and the um, the clients and the patients in these systems? Yeah, it's very important, right? So um, I think it's important that, that all the producers work with their veterinarians to figure out which intervention uh, is the best for their farm in their specific situation. Um, sometimes in these antibiotic-free uh, production systems, we, we have to be a little bit creative in terms of uh, managing pig health and figuring out ways to pr- produce high-quality pigs. So it's important to have a lot of conversations and, and veterinary oversight to figure out what the best plan is. So potentially then are those relationships more important than they would be in conventional systems? I think they're always important, um, but I think you know sometimes these systems do require a little bit more veterinary oversight. We certainly want to make sure we're on top of any disease challenges as they arise, just because we you know we are limited in the in the tools in our toolbox that we can utilize. So you mentioned uh, some of the tools that mm. are actually available then in these mm-hmm. systems, um, and one of them is uh, acidifiers mm-hmm. to improve gut health. Can you explain a little bit about yeah. how those work? Sure. So we use acidifiers um, mostly to reduce the pH uh, in the GI tract to make it a more acidic environment. Um, And that's important, one, because um, some of the bacteria, uh, harmful bacteria uh, that that we deal with, they they like to live in more alkaline, more basic uh, pH environments. And so if we can provide an acidic environment to the pigs, um, then we're reducing uh, the growth of those potentially harmful bacteria. Um, The other component of acidifiers especially when we're talking about wean pigs, is that they, they lack the ability themselves to produce a lot of acid in their gut to help break down feed. Um, acid's important to help break down food, uh, the feed and for digestion. Um, and so if we can provide 
um, some acidifiers uh, to the diet or through the water, um, then we're making digestion a lot easier on that pig. So what age would you typically um, give them? Yeah, so we do we do start out with some of those in the farrowing house, um, especially if they're utilizing a creep feed um, in there. And then we're also using that very commonly in the nursery, especially around weaning time within the first couple of weeks after weaning. Do you have any examples that you've used in your own practice where they've worked especially well? Yeah, I think so. We we utilize them a lot, again, at, at weaning, kind of that placement in the nursery. Um, you know, that can be somewhat of a stressful, stressful time, and those pigs don't always want to get started well. Um, on feed, so a lot of times we'll administer uh, acidifiers through the water and even maybe top dress um, that on the feed and that really helps to kind of get these pigs started well. So prebiotics and probiotics are another mm-hmm. alternative. Can you explain a little bit about those as well? Sure. So, um, you know, in the GI tract, we we have a balance of good bacteria and bad bacteria. And in a healthy animal, they're in a nice symbiotic relationship, and they're both at, at good levels. Um, when an animal undergoes stress, for example, or if they're going through a disease challenge, um, that balance can get tipped, and and we can have. Uh, growth of some negative bacteria. Um, so we utilize prebiotics and probiotics basically to make sure that we're getting the good bacteria in the GI tract. So prebiotics, for example, um, are used to help promote the growth of that good bacteria, almost like a fertilizer uh, for the good bacteria in the GI tract. Um, probiotics are, are the good bacteria themselves. Lots of times these are live culture or live organisms that we're utilizing um, and putting those kind of directly in the pigs so that we're promoting the, the growth of the good bacteria. So is there any benefit of using probiotics over prebiotics or vice versa or would you perhaps yeah. suggest using both? But yeah, many times we use both, right? Because um, we're really trying to promote the growth of that good bacteria and lots of times they, they work in conjunction and are, are provided in conjunction. So what kind of situations would you actually use uh, probiotics and prebiotics with clients? Yeah, so lots of times we're using that in cases where we might have a lot of enteric disease challenges um, and times of stress. So weaning is another example of that where we might see a disruption in the kind of gut microflora and we want to make sure we're promoting uh, a good healthy gut. So nutritional supplements, Mm -hmm. uh, they're used to support hydration and nutrition. How well do they work and in what situations would uh, people use them? Yeah, so we utilize nutritional supplements in many cases when pigs just aren't feeling well. So that could could be from stress of weaning, for example, or when they're undergoing disease challenges. So especially um, in our younger animals, they don't have a lot of energy reserves. So when they get sick, um, and they're not eating and drinking well, they're, they're depleting a lot of their energy sources. Also in cases of diarrhea, um, there could be a lot of fluid loss. And so we need to try to replace those electrolytes, replace some nutrition in these animals, keep them hydrated so we can keep them going. Um, you know, nursing piglets and wean pigs, they, it requires a lot of energy to nurse and it requires energy to get up to the feeder and to get to the drinker. Um, and so we wanna make sure that we're trying to provide them supplements to keep their energy levels up and keep these pigs going. So we've covered quite a few tools there. It sounds like there's, there's a lot of potential opportunities for, for farmers to use different options. Mm-hmm. Do you tend to prescribe uh, a number of them or do you just try one at a time? How does it actually work on in practice? Yeah, that's a good question. I think every situation is different, right? And it d- depends on the challenges that we're facing. Um, many times these can be used, you know, in conjunction with each other. 
Um, and certainly in our commercial systems, we utilize a lot of these products, um, either um, in, to replace some antibiotics or in conjunction with antibiotics, they are, are a nice supplement. Um, and certainly from an animal welfare standpoint, I think, you know, improves um, how, we're, how we're handling our, our pigs when they're going through some stress. And how difficult is it for farmers to manage these products? Because I'm guessing that quite a few of them are very different to things that they've been used to in the past. Yes, it, yeah, it can be. Um, you know, that's where I think the veterinary oversight component um, is very important um, to make sure that they're understanding how to use these products and when, or, when they need to be using these products. And in terms of cost, how expensive are some of these treatments as well? Because similar yeah. uh, products for human health are, can be quite expensive. That's right. Yeah, I, I would say it's across the board, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we've, we've found some more inexpensive ways to probably do, you know, utilize some of these products, but it can be all over the board. And um, just finally, do you use any of these products actually on farms that do use antibiotics and do uh, use of the products? Oh, sure. A good bit. Yes, we've um, we've taken a lot of the tools that we've used in antibiotic free production um, and have brought that over to the commercial side. And it's, it's worked very well. So there's lots to be learned from both sides. Absolutely. Yes. OK, great stuff. I've been speaking to Laura Carroll, who's a swine veterinarian with Four Star Veterinary Service in Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening to the Pig Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting pighealthtoday.com slash join.